The Blevins Franks Report with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks Wealth Management. It's that time here on Rivia Radio on a Sunday where we talk to Rob Kay. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Uh, good morning, Howard. Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. Yourself? I am, thankfully, yes. Well, last week we looked forward to 2022, what we need to consider and what we need to be aware of. And during that conversation, you mentioned the benefits of tax planning. So this week, I'd like us to take a closer look at what tax planning can achieve. But before we focus on tax planning, what caught your eye in the news this week, Rob? Well, Howard, with my son returning to university this week, I was very interested to read about the European Union extending free roaming services um, in the UK for EU mobile phone contracts until 2032. So if you travel to the UK, you don't have to worry about extra charges. But there's bad news for UK travellers. Apparently some UK mobile phone operators are bringing back roaming charges for calls, text messages and data downloads for visits to the EU. This is one of the many consequences of the, the, of the UK withdrawing from the European Union. Because of Brexit, the UK is no longer part of the EU's Roaming Like at Home initiative, which was designed to avoid shocking bills after holidays or business trips abroad. The regulation was adopted for an initial period of five years, and although it's due to expire on the 30th of June, it's expected to be extended for another ten years. Unfortunately, this time UK providers will not be included. Locally, the week began with, uh, with a presidential visit, which was supposedly nothing to do with April's election, but Macron certainly looked like he was in an electioneering mode as he metaphorically pressed the flesh, not being able to shake hands. Um, with around 80 days to go before voters go to the poll, it's widely predicted that Macron will win. Most market research companies are predicting he will get 25% of the first-round vote, with Val- Valerie Pescri and Maria La, uh, Marina Le Pen attracting 17% of the vote. The polls are then predicting that he'll take the second round from Ms. 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 Piscree with 57% of the vote. With the election in mind, I was also amused to read about a new Tinder-style format which matches users with the presidential candidates offering policies which are in line with the user's own ideals. The app, called Elise, allows users to swipe left or right as the popular dating app does to agree or disagree with policies linked to the presidential candidates. Based on the user's answers, the app then suggests which three candidates best represent their political beliefs. The app was launched on the 2nd of January and it's now been downloaded over 100,000 times, making it the second most popular free app in France behind the government's Toot Anti-Covid app. It's primarily aimed at young people and first-time voters to actually engage them with politics and the presidential election. A recent poll indicated that over 50% of those aged between 18 and 30 are actually not planning to vote in April's presidential election. Now, closer to home, every January, the Monaco Mary presents um, civil figures for the previous year. This year's report announced that 975 babies were delivered in Monaco last year, 498 were boys, 478 were girls, however only 247 were to Monagas residents. 297 Monaco residents died last year, which was slightly more than 2020. There were 181 marriages, and for a second year in a row, the number of divorces has dropped slightly, with 58 recorded in 2021, compared to 63 in 20 and 70 in 2019. For some bizarre reason, which is lost on me, 
the most uh, popular names for uh, for newborns is always eagerly awaited. And last year, Victoria, Louise, Lena, Leah and Anna were the most popular names for girls, while the favourite name for boys was Gabrielle, Matteo, Leo, Louise and Raphael. Interesting stuff about the app. Well, 12 months on, has Brexit resulted in any changes to taxation for UK nationals in France that they need to be aware of? <laughs> the passage of time is, is frighteningly quick, isn't it, Howard? The 12 months since the end of the transition deadline seems to have passed in a blink of an eye. As more and more time passes, we're learning more and more about what post-life Brexit in Europe and for Brits in France looks like. As we did in the opening section of today's broadcast, we frequently highlight what has actually changed and what hasn't. At the moment, from a tax perspective, nothing has changed for British nationals. It hasn't got any easier because it's as complex as ever. But thankfully, we don't have a new set of post-Brexit tax regulations to learn and abide by. Taxation is a domestic issue. Regardless of nationality, there is no discretion. France taxes all its residents in the same way. When residents own assets and earn income in another country, the relevant double taxation treaty determines what income or the asset must be declared and taxed. The Anglo-Franco Treaty is an agreement between France and the UK, not Europe. So leaving the European Union has not and will not impact France-UK tax matters. As always, you need to understand how the tax treaty affects you and ensure you're paying tax in the right place. Now, if you do have UK income, which is taxed in the UK, you also need to be mindful of the UK's tax freezes, which could mean you pay more tax in the UK than you would if that income was taxed in France. Analysis by the House of Commons Library has found that an extra 1.2 million people will be driven into the higher-rate UK tax band, and this is against the backdrop of a steep rise in the cost of living. This is due to the 40% higher-rate tax band being frozen at £50,070, if it was simply increased in line with forecast inflation, it would have risen to £56,270 by 2026. Likewise, the basic rate threshold has been frozen at £12,570. If it rose in line with forecast inflation over the next four years, it would stand at £14,070. As a result, it's estimated a further 1.5 million low-paid workers will actually be paying basic rate tax by 2020. There is a saying, don't let the tax tail wag the investment dog. What does that mean, and do you agree? <laughs> uh, I've always thought it says like quite a ridiculous phrase, however, although don't let the tax tail wag the investment dog does have a quite simple explanation. It refers to not allowing tax consequences to dictate your day-to-day -day investment management strategy. Managing investment portfolios is tax efficient, or, or should I say managing um, investment portfolios tax efficiently is critical to their success. But periodically, they need to be rebalanced, which hopefully realises capital gains. No one likes paying tax, but taxes are an unfortunate consequence, or maybe should I say um, as a result of making financial gains, which in turn means they're an integral part of investing. But as the phrase warns, we shouldn't let avoiding tax adversely influence investment management. This issue can be, become, become a problem when, when portfolios appreciate over time, which is quite ironic considering capital appreciation is one of the primary goals of investing. The problem is accentuated when an asset is held for too long, simply because the investor wants to avoid paying taxes that are due when it's sold. This tax 
wagging dog issue is, is frequently a challenge for those who've just arrived in France but retain assets in other countries. So many Brits arriving in France still owning UK properties and UK investments which should have ideally been re-engineered before they left the UK. But that challenge they now face is they must pay more tax to appropriately re-engineer these assets so they don't do anything. They bury their heads in the sand and do nothing. Unfortunately, that's a rubbish solution because they're simply storing up an increasing tax problem for the future. So can effective tax planning make a significant difference to how much tax you pay on your investment income? Yeah, it's quite funny how so many people can't understand my fascination with strategic financial planning. But on the flip side, I don't understand why so many people don't explore if there are more tax-efficient ways to hold their investment assets so you don't get a nasty surprise and end up paying more tax than you need to. If you leave cash sitting in the bank and actually get some interest, you're going to pay tax on that interest. If you simply buy and sell investments and realise the capital gain, you will pay tax if you don't do proper planning. As I referred to previously, too many expatriates get caught out by not reviewing their financial arrangements for their new lives in France. UK ISAs, premium bonds and an array of other UK investment arrangements are exempt from tax in the UK, but they are fully taxable in France. By retaining UK investments and UK investment structures, you'll miss out on alternatives which are much more appropriate, much more tax-efficient and frequently more flexible for French residents. It's also worth noting that although I start this broadcast by saying Brexit has not affected taxation, under domestic rules, France taxes non-EU or EEA assets differently to local or EU assets. An example of this is France applies very beneficial tax treatment to the taxation of life insurance policies known in France as assurance fee. However, some of those advantages only apply to EU or EEA issue policies. So if you have a UK insurance bond, you will pay more tax come September because of the UK's decision to leave the European Union. Can we do anything to reduce tax on our pension income or pension lump sums? Well, I mean, as we've said many, many times before during this broadcast, how pensions are complicated beasts. They're very technical, both from a structural perspective and a tax perspective. The starting point for anyone with a foreign pension is to understand that pensions um, were not created for somebody who's living in France. UK pensions especially were designed to benefit UK residents. If a pension is a company pension, it was probably also designed to attract you to that employer and once in their employ help them to retain your services. UK private pensions come in so many guises and over the years they've undergone more makeovers than I would be ever able to list. However, whatever version you have, it was designed to encourage you to make provision for your retirement in the UK to lessen your burden on the UK state when you actually retire. Whether you have a company pension, a private pension or a combination of the two, they all enjoyed tax benefits during the accumulation or the accrual period which were provided by the UK government, not the French government. The French tax system will therefore have to accommodate these foreign pensions, and which is something it was not designed to do. This can create opportunities, but without knowing exactly what you're doing, it can also turn out to be very expensive. Pension commencement lump sums, more generally known in the UK as tax-free lump sums, are not free from tax if you're a French resident. Annuity income is taxed very differently in France compared to the UK. 
the UK introduced what's known as pensions freedom in 2006. So if you want to withdraw your capital from your pension, that's your choice. A UK resident pays income tax on that money at their highest marginal rate, potentially up to 45%. In the right circumstances, a French resident could pay just 7.5% of tax on the same withdrawal. That's a tax saving of over 80%. As I said, pensions are complicated beasties, but as we typically find, if something is more complicated, there are generally more opportunities for, shall we say, creativity? What about your heirs? Can you reduce French succession tax for your family by planning? Generally, generally I would say that afterthought planning doesn't work. That is especially the case with, with estate planning. The only way to substantially reduce the succession taxes your family and your beneficiaries will pay when you die is to plan for that eventuality in advance. We were just speaking about pension, which reminds me of a conversation I had this week with a client. Her pension can only transfer to her husband. If he dies before her, her substantial pension will die with her. Now, UK pensions, which are transferred to qualifying and recognised overseas pension schemes, known as QROPs, or to non-pension structures, can ensure that those pensions or her pension fund, which has been accumulated over 40 or 50 years, would not simply be lost when she dies. There are a lot of strategies which can be used to ensure assets go to who you want when you die and in the most tax-efficient way. Potentially, exempt transfers or, or gifts are, are frequently used in the UK, but these are not as beneficial in France, so you have to look for an alternative. Assurance via are also highly efficient for succession tax planning, both before and importantly after the age of 70. So many people have told me over the years, oh, I'm over 70, so my bank has told me I can't have an, an assurance fee. That's complete twaddle and simply demonstrates a lack of knowledge about a very, very valuable French tax planning vehicle for all ages. Can tax planning provide other benefits besides reducing tax bills? <laughs> I think we're back to where we started, Howard. The, uh, the tax tailor's dog shouldn't wag the whole dog. Tax planning is one element of overall financial planning, which comes in many, many guises. We generally refer to it as strategic financial planning. Others call it wealth management. Clients even refer to it as their financial roadmap. Whatever it's called, it needs to take a holistic approach to your overall situation. Money is generally said to make the world go round, but I've found it's usually, usually the facilitator to help you have the life that you want, where you want to live and how you want to live. Referring to good tax planning, Bill Blevins frequently quoted the biblical phrase, render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, not a penny less, not a penny more, For which for me, uh, I think that says it all. Strategic financial planning can have a great impact on your life. It can ensure you have the right amount of income in your pocket, in the right currency, at the right time. It can help you minimise the financial challenges we all accumulate as we travel through life. And when we've gone, after a long, successful and hopefully happy life, we leave those who we've left behind more enriched for the time we've spent with them. What steps can people take to get the best results for their tax planning and ensure their arrangements are compliant in France? Well, um, it's so easy to get your DIY tax planning completely wrong, especially as the regulatory goalposts change so frequently. Many expatriates have added complexity uh, to their situation of having to deal with tax rules in more than one country. 
and now at a time of heightened global tax scrutiny, getting it wrong can lead to an unwelcome and a very un- unexpected tax bill, not to mention the stress of then sorting it out. Tax planning should not be done in isolation or as an afterthought. It needs to be a fundamental part of your strategic financial planning. Blevins Franks was created and has been built on the belief expatriates need to talk to an advisor with an in-depth understanding of cross-border taxation, including how the French tax regime interacts with UK rules. As well as offering the peace of mind that your tax and wider financial planning is French compliant, good advice ensures your needs, your goals and everything else you want are achieved in the most efficient way possible. Can you give an example of how much tax you were able to save for a client? <laughs> That's a bit of a sting in the tail, Howard. Um, <clears throat> how much we're able to help uh, a client save is, is actually probably quite difficult to pin down. It, it's frequently an ongoing amount. For example, the advice we gave one couple this week has increased their income by reducing their income tax bill by 10%, which will add up to thousands of euros over the next 20 years. We were also talking about advanced planning earlier, and this week we helped uh, one gentleman remove about 2.5 million from liability to French succession tax at 60%. Right now, that has saved him about 1.5 million euros in succession tax, but that tax saving will increase the longer he lives and the more his investment assets appreciate. Building um building a strategic financial plan, planning strategy can be can at times be a little laborious. Sometimes it's also stressful because you might have to take some difficult decisions you've been putting off for quite a while. But in the longer term, it has to be the only logical option that you would actually want to adopt. So if you want to simplify your life or create a strategic financial planning strategy, or you simply have a need for somebody to run an eye over how you currently have your financial affairs arranged. Speak to one of our Blevins Franks partners. Our French resident listeners should call our Valbon office and the telephone number is 0493-001780. That's 0493-001780. And if you live in Monaco or visiting our Monaco office is more convenient for you, call our Monaco office on 97775574. That's 97775574. And if you'd like to know about, more about Blevins Franks, or if it's easy to contact us via their website, simply direct your browser to www.blevinsfranks.com. Very interesting and topical. Thank you very much, Rob. We'll talk again next Sunday. You're very welcome, Howard. I enjoyed it, and I look forward to next week as well. Have a good week. The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this program, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493001780 or riviera at blevinsfranks.com. Is your wealth management on track to meet your objectives and provide long term financial security? Blevins Franks has 45 years' experience managing our clients' capital. We provide a range of integrated financial services to give you peace of mind about your future. Our investment recommendations are personalized for you and designed to be tax efficient and meet your estate planning wishes. Contact Blevins Franks on 0493001780 or visit blevinsfranks.com.